This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Would you look at that? We've got a bonus episode for you this week ahead of this colossal game on Saturday afternoon with Oldham. We're joined by Matt from the Boundary Park Alert System podcast. Welcome to Borobod. Uh, first of all, Matt, welcome to the show. Uh, how long have you been doing your, your podcast for? Thanks for having me, Nate. It's um, been going since September 2020. So, a lot, it was like a lockdown project, you know, one of those. Yeah, yeah, we've all, we've all, we've all got them. I do, I do an NFL podcast that started in November 2020, for the exact same yeah. reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, it was really because there was, I mean, I lived in Ireland until last summer, and there was so much going on at Oldham off the pitch that just wasn't, the news just wasn't getting out there, you know, and it was, it's quite frustrating. So I, that, that was really why I started it. Then it was like, I felt there was a need for it. So I started doing it then. Yeah. I mean, from the outside, from the outside of, of, of the club, it, my opinion, my, my sort of view of things is that your, uh, your owner seems to be a little bit insane. Uh, I'm not sure about his sanity, but I mean, there is the, there is the old saying about like, you know, the, the definition of insanity is to repeat the same things over and over again and expect a different, different outcome. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, sacking managers, keeping his brother as the sporting director. You know, his brother's overseen 11 managers now. And yeah, it's the manager's fault, you know. Yeah, it sounds remarkably similar to Stevenage's situation with constantly replacing managers nepotism running rife through board positions i think, i can't i can't imagine what i can't imagine how we're down the bottom of the league how does it not how does it not work <laughs> uh, right so i just got some questions first of all about oldham and then we'll talk more in depth about the season um sure so well just going back to the beginning of the season uh, what was last summer like uh were you going into a new season with a still somewhat new keith curl as manager was your was your recruitment where you wanted it to be, like how what was the feeling amongst fans? Okay, I'm going to start with now and then go back because we, sure. we're second bottom of the league for a reason. Okay, yeah. um, so we weren't expecting to be doing anything other than struggle this season. We started the season with Keith Curl and we ended last season with Keith Curl, yeah. but there was a long time in between where he hadn't signed a contract. Right. So it, it wasn't kind of like fluid and it was like Keith Kerr was kind of always going to be the manager. It was expected and whatnot, but 
in June of last year, we signed five players um, on one day, and it was like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. This is, you know, maybe this is okay. Um, but then two of those players couldn't start the season because there uh, there'd been an issue with their registration um, because we're under a transfer embargo. Um, and they weren't allowed to play for the first few games, which was obviously a huge oversight. After that five, those five signings, we didn't sign anybody else until the first day of the season. Like we literally right. had signings announced on that first morning of the season. So, <clears throat> because we're under an embargo, we've got limited amount of money that we can spend. We've got a limited squad size. Recruitment was poor. It was literally just a case of like, who will sign? Put your hand up if you'll sign, and 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 there you go, write your name on the dotted line, kind of thing. So, right from the outset, our, we we didn't sign a centre forward, so we've been playing all season without centre forward. Um, apart from uh, in the window, just towards the window, we had Mike Fondop came in, um, got injured in his first game, <laughs> came off the bench in his second game, scored two. Uh, and then got injured again, and he's out for the season. So that went well. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have a young lad called Junior Luamba who's come in. So we've got four lads who are youth players, basically, in the squad, uh, who wouldn't be there normally, but for the fact that we just we just haven't got enough. And anyway, anyway he's done well, Luamba, when he's played, but again, he's he's been suffering from injuries. So the squad has been threadbare. It's been people with, with injury histories, people who are out of contract, People who are prepared to get paid very little money—it doesn't board well, does it? No, it certainly doesn't. It's, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty horrible off season. The that. writing was on the wall early doors, really. I mean, we all try and be optimistic, don't we? But you know yourself, like when you're on a podcast and you're, you're obsessed. <laughs> you know, I'm on, I'm on the supporters trust. I'm a director of the supporters trust, and you know, we've got a lot of things going on and. We're all super analytical of everything, and we're really paying a close attention. And when you're paying that much attention, it's it can be quite depressing. So we kind of knew that we were going to be in trouble from from the start, and lo and behold, here we are. Yeah, I mean, you, you managed to answer my second question and all that, so it's excellent work. Um, <laughs> you're you're on your third manager of the season in uh, John Sheridan. Uh, you had a little bit of that new manager bounce, um, but you're currently on a six game losing streak, so it really was a short new manager bounce. Um, has he has he improved things overall? And you've just had you've not had the rub of the green. You've had a you've had a sort of unlucky streak, or or is it kind of back to the same? I mean, Shez is a legend at Oldham. He's, he he was a, he was played for us. He was magnificent. Yeah. He, he managed the youth team for a long time. Um, he's he's managed us <clears> on <throat> numerous occasions, including coming back and saving us a couple of times from League One relegation. He loves the club. Uh, the fans love him. And when he came, he came in just after we, we got beat 3-0 at Harrogate um, and I was there and the away end at Oldham, you know, you'll see on, on Saturday, we'll, we'll brilliant following, it'll be really loud, there'll be a lot of energy. But the, the Harrogate game, everybody had given up. We were on our second coach, Salim, who would, again, we were talking earlier a bit about nepotism and stuff, you know, a friend of, of, yeah. of the sporting directors kind of come in, it was managing the youth team, not very well, stepped up, wanted to have us playing like Real Madrid with playing from the back with three and all this kind of nonsense. Um, and we, we just, after that game, we were all like, this is it, we're done. There's no way we're staying up. And then Shez comes in and everything lifts straight away. The advantage that Shez has when he when he came in, first of all, is that we had a full squad. Like I said, Fondop uh, had just signed, he was fit. Shez had made um, a couple of other signings. Toby, Apadei had come in. Um, you know, we didn't have any suspensions, we didn't have any injuries. 
And so for that first sort of run where we, you know, we won, I think, the first three games and then we were undefeated in seven or eight, what started to happen, unfortunately, then was the wheels started to fall off. Injuries came in, uh, suspensions, you know, players on nine yellow cards are suddenly out for two games. We had a couple of red cards and the, and the fragility in the squad uh, has just showed, really. Hopefully now we're starting to recover from that a little bit in terms of the suspensions have, are, are done. Um, and with a bit of luck, Luamba will be back on Saturday. So, you know, if we've, if we've got everyone at our disposal or most of the people at our disposal, we might just have enough, but it's going to be really close. It's, uh, I, th- I mean, obviously that, that run was, was the blip because we've been woeful all season. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've, you're, you're playing former manager, um, the Richie Wellens Orient, who are on a bit of a, bit of a tear at the moment before travelling to Stevenage on Saturday. Uh, are you expecting to take anything from that game or uh, are you kind of throwing that one to the wolves and and, and concentrate more on Saturday? Well, one of the <clears> things that I've been saying when I've been talking to people this week is you're only as good as your last game. Uh, that's the old saying in football, isn't it? And, and if we're only as good as our last six games, then we don't have much chance against Orient. Um, Wellings was, in, was, was, was our coach when... Uh, our current owners came in and, and we got relegated under him. But there was a lot of... Initially, when he came in here, he was playing brilliant stuff. We went on a great run. Um, but similar to this season, actually, very, very similar. Um, in, in and, and we ended up going down, so maybe that's a bad omen. But um, look, we, Steve Evans, uh, it's very, very coincidental. I'm uh, not casting any aspersions to uh, anybody down at Stevenage, but it seems like a huge coincidence that, that, that your guys all got COVID just as Steve Evans came in. Uh, giving you that that extra week of training and um, and shifting the balance of the game in hand, which is uh, going to be interesting because you're going to have a game in hand on us after the late Norian yeah, game, will, yeah. going into we the will. it's going into the evening's game. So um, you know it's changed a little bit. I, I had some fans saying to me, "Oh, I'd rather be in I'd rather be in our position than Stevenage's with the two games in hand," and I was like. No, you have to win them, and we can't win any games. So that definitely points on the board. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's is 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 definitely preferable. So look, we need we need something out of this game. We really need something out of this game on Tuesday, um, and and that's going to set it up for for Saturday. Then, isn't it? If we can if we can get a bit a win on 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 uh, on Tuesday, that's going to be it's going to change the complexion of the game completely. So oh, Saturday's already tense enough. If you win tomorrow. I, know. I don't think I'll be able to. I don't be able to bear it. Oh, we. I think for sheer drama, sheer drama. If I was a neutral, which I'm obviously not, then yeah, an Oldham win would be would be would be uh, what it would be all about from from a spectacle point of view. But look, these games that when when you play the teams that are in and around you down the bottom, they're never they're never good games, are they? They're always scrappy. They're always panicky and nervy. Yeah. they're never a, they're never a, a good watch. So I'm not expecting much of a classic, but. I'm certainly hoping to uh, to enjoy the match, and I'm staying down in Stevenage Friday and Saturday, so I'm hoping to, it'll be a good weekend. I've got an old school friend lives down there, so we're making a weekend of it. So hopefully, it will be uh, at least. I mean, yeah, as long as we don't lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's that, that's the actual I think I've had all season. As long as we don't lose, which obviously yeah. more or less, more often than not we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, You've got a really tough run coming up after Stevenage with uh, promotion chasing Vale, Northampton, and Forest Green, um, and Tranmere, and Tranmere. uh, You know, and then and then mid table, probably not. I I can't even. 
can't even remember how Salford pace. are still in Salford, with a chance as well. Salford yeah, and we've got Crawley them. are uh, ten, yeah. 11th and 12th, so they're, yeah. they're not, they're, you know, I mean, they're sort of 10, 10 points odd, just about off the, off the playoffs. But it, it's not out of the realms of possibility that one of, one of those two might squeeze into the playoffs. Mm. So it's a really, really tough end to the season for you guys. Yeah, it is, yeah. If you can't pick up three or four points over these next two games, do you think that's the writing on the wall or do you think you're you're still within a chance? I, you, you see this a lot, don't you, on social media and stuff. Oh, if we don't win this game, that's it. If we don't win that... Yeah. You, it's not, is it? Because at the end of the day, as long as you keep losing as well yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, yeah. and the points and the points total is achievable, then it's not over. The, the very frustrating thing that we've suffered recently is the late goals that we've given away. Carlisle, Swindon, and again on Saturday against Mansfield, yeah. all in injury time. And those three points would have us above you on goal difference now. Yeah. You know, and, and they were all, all games that we lost by, by one goal, and mm-hmm. it's just incredibly frustrating. It's, it's more demoralising when you lose a narrow game like that, isn't it? Especially yeah. when it's late. Uh, the season that Macclesfield's... Uh, Macclesfield's... Uh, issues saved Stevenage and the cancelled season we conceded after the 85th minute about 20 times mm. um it's just always the late goal and it was always 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 like a a single goal defeat um and I can't tell you how depressing it was leaving the stands after yet another late goal um it's it's almost worse it's it's almost worse than getting battered every week if you get battered, you end up just going just for a laugh with your mates. But when there's still a little bit of hope because some of the performances are okay and you know you don't you don't feel like you deserve to lose every game that you're losing because they're on such a fine margin, it's it's just so painful, isn't it? It is. And we would be down by now if it wasn't for Sheridan coming back in. So we you know, us and Scunthorpe would have been gone, uh, I think. Um so it has kept us <clears throat> in with a chance and crazy things happen, don't they, at the end of the season. We just yeah. need we just need a bit of luck to go our way. We, you know, we've had two penalties this season, and they've both come in the last few games, and we've missed them both. You know, Ooh, like things yeah. like that. It's just, it, it just, you know, if you're looking at it from the, all the kind of like you're looking at all the omens, they're not good. <laughs> but <laughs> you just gotta keep, just gotta keep going, and just gotta keep hoping, yeah. um, because yeah. this is desperate for us. I mean, for us to be in this position is just so quickly. You know, from getting we were we were a bog standard League One side, cruising along like, and it was boring and it was depressing enough, like finishing seventeenth <laughs> in League One every year. But you know, to then go from from there relegating and then potentially out of the football league within four seasons, it's just yeah, you know. You know. Yeah, I mean, but it's, but, it just shows how bad things are at the club. It does, yeah. I mean, you've got a rich history of being a football league. Club and obviously you know you were early days of the Premier League. You were right up there, so it's it's been a yeah. real well since nineteen nineteen oh seven. We've it? been in the football league, yeah. So it's a long, long time. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a shock, and and if we if we go down and um, you know, but we've just we we're just gonna we we're just concentrating on trying to keep fighting and 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 not. I don't mean on the pitch. I mean that's up to the players. There's nothing we can do about it. But you know, in terms of what trying to fight to to get a better version of Oldham Athletic in the future. Yeah, yeah, and sure. we might just have to we might have to start from non-league, you know. Um, yeah. Stockport started from the Conference North, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. And, a, and look at them now. You know, they've a, they've got loads of money behind them. They're, they're yep. bouncing. They're getting ten thousand fans in the ground. Luton have gone from 
uh, from the National League up to the pro up to the Championship playoffs. So yeah, the, the less we say about Luton, the better. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> okay, let's change the subject. But they're, they're at least a source of inspiration for us, anyway. Yeah. Um, who's who? Who's the main man uh, at Oldham that Borough fans should really watch out for on Saturday? Who's who's your biggest threat? David Davis Keeler Dunn. He's definitely our, our main threat in front of goal. He scored a good header again on Saturday. Um, he's by far our leading goal scorer. Yeah. Um, Dylan Bahambula is absolutely the sh- a shadow of the, the player that we saw last season. Um, just not not at all the what we would want from him. He's tricky, but he's got. <laughs> Absolutely no common sense on the football pitch, and he's right. he's, he's knackered after fifty five minutes. So um, that's a shame because he he did some some magic stuff last season. Yeah. Um, but really, I mean, the fact is, that, you know, we've goal scoring is not our our strength at all. So, you know, Christopher Misselou is going to be back um, on Saturday, I think, uh, from international duty. So. He will be. He's been missed. Been missed in the centre of midfield because um, he's a he's a scrapper. Um, but really, our our attacking play has been um, has been very disappointing. We've got Nicky Adams, who will always deliver a good ball, um, and is a threat from set pieces. But if Junior Lawamba makes an appearance again, um, he he's quick, he's big, he's strong, but he's been out injured for at least six weeks. I think it is now, maybe more. So. I can't see him getting ninety minutes. So um, yeah, I mean, we, like last year we had Conor McAlaney who scored like you know, twenty goals for us or something. Um, see, we should have gone up last season, but we we conceded an absolute bucket load. So we scored a ton, but we conceded a ton. Finished like eighteenth or something. We scored, I think, with the second highest scorers in the division. So we really should have gone up last season based on that. But but come the um, transfer window. Uh, instead of getting um, some defenders, we got three three right wingers, which uh, we really didn't need. Oh, we could have done with one or two of those. <laughs> we've, got, we've got no wide players at all. So everything you see on Saturday will be through the middle, and it will be yeah. rubbish. Um, all right, give us a score prediction for Saturday. Oh, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be low scoring because Neither scoring goals score. is not the fo- <laughs> our forte, is it? Um, probably be one on. A mistake at the back <laughs> or a set piece, and it could go that it could go either way. That, but because I'm an Oldham fan, I'm going to go for one nil Oldham. Um, we ground out a one nil at Scunthorpe away um, yeah. at the start of Shez's, uh return. So I'm hoping to just grind out another another one of those uh, kind of results. To be honest, sweet, nice one. Okay, and then last, final final question: Are you staying up? Uh, I'm. Go- <laughs> uh, I honestly, I don't know. I do not know. There's every ch- if it's every chance we go down, and if we go down, we'll deserve it because we've yeah. been bloody awful this season. So, um, we can have no complaint. Well, we got plenty of complaints, but are the off the field matters and all, and, and why yeah. where we are. But from a footballing point of view, if we go down this season, we, it, you know, we can have no complaints. We've been we've been terrible. So. 
Ask me again on Saturday after we've be, after we've I was going to say after we've beaten you guys, but that's been very optimistic. After we've played you lot on Saturday after, and, after and after we've played Orient, yeah, but, after, um, after we draw nil nil and there's been one shot on target the entire game, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be grim, mate. But I'm looking forward to the trip down and and hopefully we we can generate a good atmosphere and have a laugh as least uh, and not too no, too nervy, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, the atmosphere will come from all you guys. There's absolutely no atmosphere at Stevenage anymore. Uh, it's, uh, it's the, the stands are dead these days. I think the, staff, yeah. the, the the fans, you know, Stevenage fans, pretty much feel the same way as you do uh, about about our fortunes this this year. Not just this year, for the past six or seven years, it's been it's been a steady downward downward spiral into yeah. sort of this. Sort and it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to generate misery. that atmosphere. It's hard to to keep upbeat. It's hard yeah. to inspire people. It's hard to change things, but. Like Our drums fixed I'm... though, so you know maybe, maybe well, there'll be a bit good. more atmosphere. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad about depress- I mean, you've got to take the little. You've got to take the wins where they, where they <laughs> How depressing is it that that's, <laughs> that's the thing that we're looking forward to making the atmosphere is the drum. Listen, we'll make up for yeah, it. Don't well, worry. Yeah, no, no doubt you will. Uh, all right, mate. Well, cheers for joining me, and uh, not too much luck for the rest of the season. But you know, good luck in the games that. Don't matter because Stephen is win on Saturday. And we're we're well clear again about him. We we shall see. You can buy you can buy me a, if if Stephen is win on Saturday. You can buy me a pint because I'll need it. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> all, right, all right, mate. Cheers for joining us. Cheers, no problem. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.